0: Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens Andersen. I work for Danfoss Cooling. You're listening to Chapter 16 in a series about evaporative cooling. This chapter is a third about the more advanced Danfoss Electronic Controls. I am repeating myself by telling you that I will not be able to give you a complete coverage of all Danfoss Electronic Controls and I will only scratch the surface of the different applications that the controls I will mention in this podcast can control. This chapter is about compressor and condenser controls. So let's start with the compressors. I covered the very basics on compressors in chapter 7. So you may remember there's quite a few uh, different types of compressors, reciprocating scrolls being the more common, but there are several other compressor types out there, mainly depending on the application or system and the refrigerant, if it's commercial systems or if it's industrial types with, for instance, ammonia or CO2. It'll mainly be the receipts, scrolls, and commercial systems I'll talk about, but believe me, that should also cover quite a nice range of applications. The reason for the more sophisticated compressor controls is to reduce energy consumption to the absolute necessary. Simply explained, if you have a collective compressor cooling capacity of, say, 80 kilowatts, most of the time you'll only need 20 or maybe 40 kilowatts and only in rare cases you actually will be in need of the 80 kilowatt, And that's that the system was designed for. Especially in systems or installations where you have multiple cooling places, often with different evaporation temperatures like in a supermarket where the cooling and thereby the capacity demand can fluctuate not just during the day, over the week, but also over the year not the least in locations where the season temperatures varies a lot so you design the system from the start to be able to handle a large variety of capacities and that should be done in many different ways well, that could be done in many different ways depending on the need that you think will need to be covered in each specific project or system Let's consider the 80kW system from before. A simple solution would be to install four 20kW compressors. That would do the trick quite nicely. If you, also, you could also install, say, eight 10kW. But the question is if that would actually be feasible considering the installation PI work, and if that, in the end, would be a better solution with eight com- compressors. So how about two ten kilowatts and three twenty? That would also work fine. Or what about one five kilowatts, two ten kilowatts, one fifteen kilowatts, and two twenty kilowatts? That would be eighty kilowatts in total in case all compressors run, and it would make a possible and it would make it possible to graduate the capacity in five kilowatt steps. These combinations are you could say the more classical types of pack controllers and they're doing a great job so be prepared to meet any of the type of combinations but there's another addition to the sequencing where you literally steps up capacity as required if you instead of graduating the steps finer by using smaller step of compressors you simply equip one of the compressors with a variable speed control which is the same as a variable capacity control, then you could do with the first combination of four 20kW compressors of which one will have the speed control. In that way, you can literally generate any capacity required. Let's just say in a specific situation, you will need, say, 53 kilowatt. So, you'll have two 20kW fixed speed compressors running and the VSC will then need to run at 65% and Heureka! You have 53 kilowatt. It is, however, recommended that the VSC is of a larger size than the fixed speed compressors, so the example given should only be considered as an example. Oh, what was that? Yeah, you're right. The VSC will not run from 0% but rather from some 10-15% Ten fifteen percent. So the first small amount of required capacity will first be covered when the VSC starts up and yields a bit more than what it actually reco- what is actually required. But remember, it's ten to fifteen percent of the twenty kilowatts, not the eighty kilowatts. And bonus: remember that the VSC typically also runs smoothly above a hundred percent. So, a capacity of 120% is absolutely obtainable. So, in case you need, say, 44 kilowatts, you could have one fixed speed compressor and then the VSC running 120. Anyways, it's fairly simple on the conceptual level, but there are a couple of things that you need to consider when working with parallel compressors starting with oil management. So either you will need to have a separate oil management control system or it will need to be included in the compressor pack controller. The Danfoss com- capacity controllers. The Danfoss capacity controllers pack controllers ability to manage compressor lubrication differs from AKPC 783A that includes oil management and down to the AKPC 551 which does not. So, in those cases, alternative oil management is required. Um, speaking of the AKPC7A3A, I guess it needs to be said that it's a pretty advanced controller which can be used in quite a few different applications, like CO2 cascade applications. But its main purpose is capacity control. And then, just a, a small remark about the compressor runtime. When you have a number of compressors in a, in parallel, and you switch the compressors in at the capacity requirement as the capacity requirement rises, you should do so that no compressor runs more than the others. Or, in other words, make sure that the first compressor to switch on, or the next for that matter, should not be the same that you first switched on in the previous cycle. This is called cyclic regulation or load sharing, and it's just another virtue of the Danfoss pack controllers. This is done to equalize the wear and tear on the compressors, and thereby reduce the service and maintenance to the complete system. Also sequential switching is an option with the Danfoss pack controllers, where you always switch on the same compressor, that's also the last to be switched off again. Let's have a look at the condenser control. Or rather, the varieties of condenser control. So, let's start with something mechanical the condensing pressure regulator, which, as Danfoss has been dubbed KVR. Mounted in the liquid line of the condenser, the valve will keep the condenser pressure stable regardless of ambient temperature, winter or summer. But there are other ways of controlling the condensation in an air coil condenser. It basically is about controlling the airflow through the condenser and depending on the size of the condenser, the number of fans, etc. If we start with one or two fans, you could use one of the pressure control fan speed controllers from Danfoss, the H XGE or the RGE. This would work fine for small com- condensers. If we look at larger capacity condensers with four or more fans, uh, the fan controlling is typically done in the same way as just described with the compressors, where you switch in a number of fans required to obtain the best airflow and thereby the optimal condensing pressure. But when we're talking airflow, a high fan speed is not necessarily aiming itself, but rather the collective flow of air through the condenser. That is, you want the best airflow at the lowest sound level obtainable at any given time. Also, the topic with fans and frequency converters, or drives, can be handled the same way. Actually, with the right drive and identical fan motors, you can drive several fans in parallel. With the same drive, just keep an eye on the performance data, especially the current consumption, so that the total capacity does not Exceed that of the frequency converter. Oh, and of course also keep an eye on the rotation direction or in case it's three phase fans. One thing is of course to set up the capacity and condenser mag- management. Another thing is then to control the switching of compressors and vent, also in Cascade systems, with or without unloaders, the runtime of the compressor's oil management pump down on last running compressor, etc. Thankfully we have the logic of computers to take care of all these management details, and Danfoss has a range of controls dedicated to compressor and condenser controls, so please have a look at the possibilities in the Danfoss product store. Just go to the store.danfos.com. I repeat, to store.danfos.com and select cooling, select electronic controls, and select compressor and condenser controls. There you have a nice overview of what is available. And as I've said now a couple of times, do yourself the favor of downloading the Cool Code app from your usual app store and get in the right mindset of programming, or rather setting the controllers, like mentioned in chapter 14, so you have a better advantage for setting up, maintaining and troubleshooting the electronic controllers. We would greatly appreciate feedbacks and suggestions to future refrigeration topics, or if you have specific questions to this episode, Please leave a comment on the Chilling with ends Soundcloud page. I look forward to hearing from you. We would also appreciate it if you would uh, click like, share and repost to help us spread the word about Chilling with ends and evaporative refrigeration. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon for the next episode. Until then, stay cool. This podcast was brought to you by for Cooling. Please feel welcome to visit us at bankers.com and maybe sign up for some of our cool e classes. Thank you!